Hello everybody and welcome to the podcast. It is a beautiful Thursday for you. It's a beautiful day. We're back in the podcast again. I tell you what, I got all the way through yesterday, um, being Wednesday, went all the way through the day, went to set my alarm for tomorrow, pressed Wednesday and then went, huh, it's been Wednesday. I thought it was Tuesday. I don't know how I've completely lost the day. Um, the annoying thing was I was meant to do something on Wednesday and I've Pretty, I've just forgotten about what it was. You know, you got that feeling in the back of your head. You're like, I was meant to do something on Wednesday. What was it? And I, I can't remember what it was. So if I've forgotten it, it's forgotten. It's done. And uh, it's over now. But we're talking about today what's been going on in the news and around the world at the moment. The big stories floating around is people are moving to the country. Would you believe it? Moving to the country. I've seen lots of stories about this. Um, house prices in these rural areas as well are going up, which which isn't good because if if you were like me, lived in some rural places and then you wanted to buy a house there, people can't. Um, in small country places like Cornwall, where they're quite desirable, they're by the coast, they're cool. If you live there, you now actually can't afford a house because they're so expensive. Because you get too many people from London coming in, buying them all, I don't know, Birmingham, all across the globe to buy these houses. So it's making it particularly hard if you've grown up, lived there and done all that for the rest of your life. I think if you live in these like rural areas, the government should um, subsidise these places. So if you've live there all your life you should be able to afford a house there at least shouldn't you uh, it's weird i was thinking about the other day can you imagine if the government um price capped all houses so instead of making it impossible for people to afford a house what you do is you just go okay this is what a house is worth you can't go over this limit and that's it and you'd be like oh that's actually when you think about it, quite a good way to um to do it it would mean industries would go out of business you know people flipping houses that would go stuff like that it would become very difficult to um to sell houses which might be a problem but i think you know some some things you shouldn't make money on um and perhaps perhaps housing is one of them but i don't know that's just a theory i have whether it would work in practice i haven't got a clue and i've got no idea so also in the world cinemas are struggling at the moment the director of uh, wonder woman has come out and said that cinemas could could be the end it could be the end for a movie going now they might be extinct after this covid time uh i mean it could be true a lot of cinemas are closing here in the uk we had um cineworld is closed until april that's our sort of second biggest chain and then odeon which i think is the biggest to be honest they're both pretty similar in size so odeon now has said it's going to be closed um weekdays it's only going to open on friday saturday sundays so three days a week but the thing is, they've got no movies to show. They're just showing old old films. And it's like, well, who wants to go and see an old film? Not not me particularly. I've even seen some of the prices for them as well. We're just like, I'm not going to pay that much to go and sit for an, for an old movie. The, the best places that I used to go is when I used to work up in Bracknell. Because they've got so many cinemas all in the same area. To go and see a film that's really cheap, it's £5, which is pretty, pretty good. You won't get much cheaper than that to go and watch a movie. I went to go and see, oh, what was the last film? I saw Tenant recently around there and i also went to go and see black panther that was it so i'd never seen black panther before and uh, it was of course just after the actor died so i was like oh you know what? i've never seen black panther i'm gonna go and watch it in the cinema what what a chance but that's the only time that you really want to go and see it an, an old film in the cinema so i've gone to see um all three of the back to the futures when they had the 2015 you know it's the same day that he travels to the future and back to the future 2 so i went to go and watch all three of those i love those films and black panther they're the only two films that i've ever seen which are you know a bit old um or they weren't released on dvd or i couldn't watch them on netflix anyway but 
I thought, never seen it. We'll go to the cinemas. Both great. Um, re- really enjoyed the time there. I will say, Back to the Future, to watch all of them back to back to back is a bit painful. You get through the second one and you're, you're kind of like, oh, second one's great. And then you get 10 minutes into the third one and you realise, actually, out of all of the Back to the Futures, the third one isn't the best. And it's like, oh, do you know, I've just watched two of these films. Okay, I'm here. We can push through. We can do this. But still, great movies nonetheless. If uh, if, if that goes, it will be a shame. I wonder if drive-ins will become more popular now. I've been to one of them when I was in America and um, I think I think it was great, great fun. Um, they're not as comfy as cinemas though, but you know, you go, you go more for the experience, don't you? I saw Godzilla there and I think one of the Marvel films, I can't remember which one it was now, but hey, hey, good, some good fun to be had there. Um, Covid is coming back here in the UK in a big force. All the pubs seem to be getting ready, I think, to shut in the in Scotland, and it looks like potentially in the north in the next couple of weeks they're going to be closing as well, or hours are going to be restricted. But I just saw a report that said 800 jobs have already been cut um, because of these pub restrictions so if if you're in that sector man it's a hard hard time if you work in a pub now i feel sorry as well for all these students because i was thinking man they, they've got it rough when um when i was at university i had a couple of jobs all of them in like pub work and restaurants and i thought man first of all there's viruses going all around these universities at the moment they're like breeding grounds for them so if you're not locked in, you know, you maybe want to try and get a job to make some money. You can't do that because all these pubs are closed. That's that done. It's like, oh, where, where, where do you go and work now? You have to go and find something in an office, I guess. But they're going to be hard to find, those those jobs. Those really are. So also because of COVID, um, lo- loads of dating fraud has been going on. So people on, I think, Tinder and um meet up and they, there's loads of dating apps out there i can't name them all because there's thousands upon thousands of them but they're saying that dating fraud has gone up um loads they've had 600 reports here in the uk alone this month of dating fraud which is loads loads isn't it so what do you do to combat that i mean first of all i mean never never give money why would i never understand why someone would give money to someone they've never met that just doesn't make sense at all and even if you're dating someone just to give them lots of money i think it's a mistake so um the the big one is of course isn't it the plane tickets one when someone lives far away or train tickets and they're like oh i'd love to come and see you but i haven't got the money for it um could you play for me to get a flight over and they go yeah sure come and get a flight over pay the whatever 600 700 dollars and then no one ever turns up and it's like, oh, I've just been done out of this money. And the thing is as well, if 600 cases are being reported, how many people are not reporting them just because out of embarrassment or something like that? It's got to be, I bet you with every single one of these cases, there's one which isn't being reported, if not more. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to combat it. I really don't. Um, you know, being not being in love before COVID is tough or breaking up with someone in COVID is tough because how do you go out and date someone at the moment? Um, I don't, don't even know what the rules are as well. If you're, uh, if you're trying to date someone, you know, that you're trying to keep away from people and obviously you want to be intimate. So that's the thing. Do you have to go and get a COVID test before you do that? Maybe that's a thing. Maybe you should go and get other tests as well. Not, not only just a COVID test, but there you go. So, oh, I, I don't know what's going on with, with our government at the moment. They're making such a mess of everything. So, they um they needed to get someone to run their IT for their services for the all this testing that they're doing for the COVID tests and they picked someone but because they didn't do it properly or ran uh, bids properly they've had to pay two million pounds to settle a coronavirus case for an IT company I mean what 
first of all, what company is trying to rip off the government for two million pounds now when when it's just that that company needs to be sacked off completely? But two million pounds just for these companies who didn't didn't end up making the money is ridiculous. Two million pounds. They didn't win the case and they they didn't win the bid and they still got two million pounds. I don't know what's going on with these government bids. I, I really, I want to know how they work because they seem to to pick the worst people and then still pay £2 million extra. It, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It blows my mind. Oh, also in the world, everyone's getting fatter, aren't they? They're just getting fat and uh, COVID isn't helping, isn't it? Because who wants to go to the gym in this time? But the biggest problem that people are having at the moment as well is uh, sugar in our food. And apparently the UK have managed to cut that down as well. By the end of, I think it was 2025, we want to get sugar levels down to 20% of what they are now. So quite a lot. And apparently we're already down 3%. So that's good. Not much sugar in our food. I'll tell you what though, I um, I don't think this will apply to me because I tend to cook for myself. I like cooking. It's only when you go out to pubs and restaurants. And then do you ever, do you ever get some of the pubs and restaurants now that put the... Um, the calories and all their meals and when you see it you're just like ah oh, oh, i don't want to see that come on I'm, I'm out to have a good time and then you see like ten thousand calories thirteen thousand calories two thousand calories and you're like oh really oh, well that has just completely ruined my meal hasn't it that is just that's over why, why do you need to do that sometimes you want to live in ignorance a little bit don't you especially if you, if you don't eat out that much like at all like, i haven't been out to a restaurant in long long time I'm going to be over a month now um i'm going out tonight to eat but then apart from that it probably won't be again for another month or two really won't so we've uh that's, that's mainly all the headlines wanted to go through today one of the stories though is british airways have cancelled or stopped running or retired whatever you want to call it their 747 planes these massive jumbo jet planes they were going to keep them going until 2024 but because of covid they've had to just stop it and get get rid of them completely but it's a shame because they're they're beautiful planes uh, they sh- showed them flying out through heathrow today pretty cool planes shame to see them go um i'd have liked to fly on one before they went it's funny they're talking about these planes that have been in service for 20 years and i was thinking you know i've been been on planes that are older than that i tell you Uh, have you been on a plane recently and it still has the ashtray on your chair and you're like wow this plane's got to be nearly 30 years old because they haven't had smoking on planes um it's been banned since about 2000 and they've phased it out since 1980s so it's like wow wow this this must be really old and then you look at it and you go oh if this that means this plane's old that means this plane's got to be at least 30 years old oh i hope it can still fly and then you kind of think well my my, my grandparents are still old and they they still work so uh so I i hope we can get their fingers crossed but there we go that has been the uh, end of the show today thank you very much for listening i'll be back again same time ish tomorrow have a great rest of your day and i'll see you again every weekday until time ends see you again soon thanks for watching bye